This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. This episode of The Patch is brought to you by World of Tanks. Do not miss out on the game that was voted Best Online Game of the Year two years in a row. World of Tanks is available for download on your PC for free. New players in the U.S. can sign up now and enter code ROOSTER for awesome in-game items. World of Tanks. Download now and play for free at playtanks.us. Hey everyone, welcome to the hey patch guys. with a last minute hey. rumble. I'm not realizing that we're about to go on. Oh, he realized. <laughs> he knew it. Um, first of all, I want to start by saying uh, Merry Christmas. Or Merry Christmas, Christmas Eve, depending or on when Christmas you're watching Eve. it. However, this is pre recorded. It is not Christmas for us. We are phoning no. in and faking our Christmas spirit. No, Christmas Some spirit. Some people miracle. are faking their Christmas spirit. So, I'm somebody, somebody has all the Christmas spirit they need. Good God. What is that? I brought eggnog and I brought fireball whiskey. Miles actually turned me on to this. He said that Why was the eggnog so heavy? Like, right? Am I right? That seemed like it, it was pretty solid thunk when it hit the table. Is, is eggnog like really dead? Is it fortified <laughs> with... Yeah, don't do that. I'm, I'm sure that sounds terrible on the mics. Fortified <laughs> with Christmas spirit is what it is. It's, uh, hold on. It's 64 fluid ounces. Is that heavier than milk? I don't know. I think that's a volume. That's All right, look, I, I haven't had eggnog. I don't even remember if I've ever tried eggnog. What is an eggnog? Um, okay, according to the ingredients, it's made from milk, cream, skim milk, high fructose corn syrup. Well, of course. Just I mean, normal corn syrup. Sugar, egg yolk, uh, oh. 2% of natural and artificial flavors, nutmeg, guar gum. Guar gum. Yeah. I'm going to bring this back. I don't know what these I'm, are. I'm going to make, yeah. the, I'm make a connection between eggnog and gaming here. All right. You're, wow. Years ago, All right, do this. back in the mud days, uh, the I was mud days. Oh, mud. Yeah, okay, gotcha. multi-user dungeons. I was on this mud uh, with uh, some friends of mine, and I was explaining to them. Well, actually, I was explaining to one of these guys, like, "Oh, yeah, this is a mud. This is what you do. You run around." And, All right, uh, I'll try. It. Yeah, I was explaining the concept of emotes Whoa. to him, and uh, oh, shit, fine, give me a little. I, I, was, <laughs> I was showing him that you 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 could make your Whoa. character nod, and it would say like, yeah. So-and-so nods. He's like, okay. And I was like, and they have this weird one for some reason. Which, by the way, for anyone that's not familiar, multi-user dungeons or MUDs were completely non-graphical. It was right. all right. text. They were, they were basically text-based. a text-based yeah. MMO. Yeah. It was like before Super MMOs. Nerdy. Wasn't um, a, what was the first MMO? I'm still telling on, my story. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I'll so, come back so to then, that. So um, then one of the other emotes I showed him was Nog. Mm. And it would say, so-and-so Nogs. He's like, you can just Nog? I was like, yeah. And he, goes, well, he goes, what does that mean? I, was like, I don't know. So he promptly made a character and just started spamming eggnogs, 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 <laughs> and got kicked after like 30 seconds. It was like the fastest I'd seen someone create a character. <laughs> just start spamming something, then immediately get booted. Was and, it and I mean, at least a back festival back time? Was it no, appropriate no, no. He, to the season? He just thought it was It was summer. He just thought it was really funny. It was... Uh, wow. It was a it was a weird mud where there wasn't any really character progression. Just basically everyone spawned at once. Then it was like the Hunger Games. Y'all went around and killed each other until there was only one person left. <laughs> I, I don't keep think smelling Ryan likes this eggnog, eggnog and it, I'm very dubious. Just smell this then. Ryan doesn't drink. What? It actually smells like a... It smells like cinnamon. So yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like a cinnamon hot or whatever those things are called. Yeah, it's, it, it's basically... This is like spicy hot, the alcohol. Hmm. Fireball's really good. Yeah, it loves Fireball. This podcast brought you by Fireball. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Not, <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. So what were you going to say? Something about MMOs. First that MMO oh, yeah. My story. The, so there were there were muds, and then the first MMO was. I think the mud was based out of A and M. 
Was the first? <laughs> would you say the first MMO was Ultima Online? Uh, uh, or was there did, one before did that? EverQuest beat them EverQuest to it? No, it was really EverQuest was after. Successful EverQuest came, though. Okay, it, it was. I think mm-hmm. EverQuest sort of like brought it mainstream. Mm-hmm. That was my first MMO. Mm-hmm. But I ever. But I Ultima right. Online was definitely before. Yeah, I'm not. EverQuest. What I'm not sure of is is if there was something before Ultima mm-hmm. Online. EverQuest, you you knew MUDs, or uh, sorry, not MUDs, uh, MMOs had finally landed, because that was the first game I remember where somebody died playing it. Mm. Where they just quit. You think some executive was like, yeah, we made it. (laughs) Somebody died playing it? Oh, well, I'm pretty sure that's true. They were a pioneer. Yeah. (laughs) There were a few people that did it with World of Warcraft, where they just didn't leave. They just stayed in there. No. (laughs) God. (laughs) I'll I'll drink that straight. I won't drink that. There you go. Thanks. There you go. EverQuest actually resulted in me stopping sharing splitting my phone bill with my roommate at the time because he would play as at the time mm-hmm. we had dial up there were no there's no broadband really he would dial up and he would use our fucking phone line in our apartment 24 hours a day 24 hours a day to play goddamn everquest <laughs> finally i was like listen man i'm not paying for the, i'm not chipping in for the phone bill anymore i can't use the phone uh-huh. right. you're on it all the fucking time at least share the internet connection i ended up getting my own phone line for everquest as well really yeah like I, I got a phone line to my room. I got a computer in my room. My grades slipped. <laughs> it's weird coincidence. We were uh, in in back in college. My roommate and I actually, you know, we didn't give a shit about the phone, but we had just the shitty dial up campus internet, which had I think a hundred lines that you mm. could dial into. Uh, that was fifty six k modem. So we and once you lost that line, it was open, and like once the hundred were full, you couldn't get it. So we dialed into it and just kept an open line to that, and then shared a fifty six k connection. Wow, network. Uh, yeah, that was good. Time. I remember- it still blows my mind that you could apparently turn the speaker for the modem off. I'm just still, like now <laughs> that I've heard that, I'm just, I keep remembering if- everything going. Oh my god, so much less like sneaking around. I would have had to do if I if I had just known to turn it or off. You could even turn I couldn't have done anything. There's it had volume. It could be M1, I think, was low I, volume. I think M1 was just enable speaker. M2 might have been uh, low volume or something like that. Somebody um, dig out one of those old instruction manuals. It came with the modem. There was yeah. a book oh usually God. in it. Uh, if you were really rich, if you were really rolling in it, you could uh, do that thing where you could shotgun modems. Uh-huh. Did you ever do that? Where yep. you would have two modems in your computer and have a phone line for each, and then you could bond two 56K connections. That was a very was, small a, window. Yeah, it's a very yeah. specific what? series of modems you could do that with. I want to see it was like Diamond Supermax 56K modems. That was at the same time where they actually started having cable modems. So it was that you had kind of the the two options. Okay, no, this was this is definitely like after my core EverQuest time. Yeah, this, yeah. this would have been like 99, maybe 98. Yeah, no, I played, to, in order to play that game, because I got tricked into buying it, first of all. Tricked into tricked buying into it? Tricked into buying it. It was a total accident. How do you get uh, tricked into buying EverQuest? I'm, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Guess. I'm, I'm prompting uh, you for the story. So I was at, I was at a store, um, I was actually buying Lands of Lore 3. I don't know if you guys ever played that series. Mm-mm. It was like a sort of graphical RPG, really shitty, but I was buying the third one anyway. <laughs> uh, and while I was there, the, the guy at the store goes, oh, this game just came out. If you like Lands of Lore 3, I think you'd really like it. And I was like, Hot elf chick on the cover, and I was like, "I'm in." I had no idea what it was. So the sales pitch worked, like that sales desk thing. Like, totally hey, worked. would you like insurance with that too? Yeah, it was. It was that, and I was like, "Elf," like I was like, "I want to be a hot elf chick." Yeah, I mean, like this guy is like, oh, whatever. So <laughs> I would like logged in, and I was like, "Oh my god, there are other people." I had <laughs> Those to, are humans. I had to upgrade my PC. I overclocked a 386 <laughs> to play on it. Wow! I had the longest zoning you, time. You 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 of fucking you I know. use that turbo button like boom. <laughs> I ended up overclocking it. I got like one of these 333 megahertz overclocking kits. 
Was it like the kind of processor that sat on top of it, or like the one that oh, went in like the, the co-processor slot? Yeah, this is like the the ghosts of gaming past podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, uh, then gaming later led me to when I was upgrading a computer for my mom, I stole the hard drive that she bought and gave her like my little tiny one because I was like, ah, she'll never go through like five, <laughs> she'll never need five hundred megabytes. Evil. And then I took it. It was great. And, and I was a shady kid. Yeah, and, and now like you, you've sworn off of MMOs ever since as mm. a result. No, I swore off of them after Shadowbane. Num- mm. Number five, I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> it's like you get to that point in The Sims where you're like, what am I doing? I'm living for fake people. Mm. But those f- fake people have a great life. I but you could say that about any They're video game. They're in shape. It's They're true, smart. but it's like, you know, games that like, don't have an end. Mm. That's why I really like games where I'm like, all right, this is definitively finished and I can now move on. I can hear that. That makes sense to me. Speaking of definitively finished. Still playing Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Not How's done that yet. going? It's good. It's Have fun you, you haven't definitively finished. No, then. I'm still still playing. <laughs> still going through. I'm, I'm, I'm still portioning out my playtime little by little so that I can enjoy it as long as possible. Nice. I mean, how do you portion it out? Do you do like a level a day? I'll do like what's your, what's your two or three uh, a time when I sit down. Okay. And then just like, okay, that's enough. How many levels are there? Uh, I've been through, I, I'm going off the top of my head here. I want to say I've been through about 37 so far. So obviously, I was doing more than two or three days <laughs> for a while, uh, there at first, but uh, I'm trying to slow down a bit now. Nice. It's, it's still really fun. I've been um, the Bernie and the boys have been playing Destiny like nonstop since Dark Below came out. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't really had like a TV screen; they're all sort of in use. Um, so I've still been playing Fantasy Life. I'm now 85 hours into that game. There, so the level cap in the base game is level 100. So uh-huh. in 85 hours, I'm 65 percent of the way there. So you're at level 65. Yes. Well done. But there's also this DLC for it that I haven't got yet. And this DLC doubles the level cap. Ooh. There is so much game to this game. Didn't you say the other day, like, your people online threw you a party when you oh, yeah. leveled as okay, a paladin so, or something? Yeah, so there's 12 different classes in the game. I've talked about this game on the patch before. Uh-huh. So um, it's you can play 12 different classes and you can switch between them at any time. And you can level each different class up and get new skills. Um, and then when you get, so you level up and you're like a fledgling and then a, like a, an adept and then an Scrub. expert and then, um, and then you get master uh-huh. and when you reach, nice, good. when you reach a master level, uh, they throw you a party and there's like, like who's a, they? I mean, there's like, like a guild. Mates. Yeah. Like okay. guild mates and they, they throw you a party and then they, they sing you a song and the, the music is actually done by, believe it or not, um, Nobu Uematsu who <laughs> really? did, yeah. Who's like famous for doing that like Final Fantasy music? He's like the JRPG composer. Um, and so, but there's these like there's these sort of like dorky little songs about like about like a terrible like being a terrible miner or like not <laughs> being able to catch fish and just like really weird, cute, super cute stuff. And then it's got like fake credit sequences. So the, there'll be like production design Eric. Yeah, he's the king. <laughs> so the production design of your party was done by King Eric, and it just like goes through and it's. Super, super cute and charming. But what the game does really, really well, and I feel more qualified to talk about it now that I have 85 hours of experience, is its progression is so solid. Mm-hmm. Like, you start out, and there's this one area, and there's so much to do. Then you progress the story, like a mission or two, and it opens up these other areas. So it sort of, like, goes outward from there. But the the progression is such that, like, there's so much to do, and then eventually you get to this, like, whatever class you're playing, say Paladin, you're like, you start getting quests to level up that thing that are, like, where you're like, where is this? I don't know where this thing is. 
I need, and then you, so you either need to switch classes and level those up or continue the story on a little bit. So there's these little tiny prompts. You never feel like forced onward, mm-hmm. but you're like, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm ready. Like you've completed this area. You feel fulfilled. Yeah. Like, like not even, not even completed. Cause you will absolutely go back to those areas to level up other classes or do other stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I think I'm ready to like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm growing up. It's time to see more. Yeah. Time to adventure again. And there's there's so much to do. I'm like, well, you know, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go fight some monsters on Mount Snow Peak so that I can get this thing so that I can then turn myself into a blacksmith and forge it into this armor for, you know, this other class. Like it's really cool and they you can you can do your su- supply chain like all the way through uh-huh. like you harvest the stuff and you make it into stuff and then you can use it um making stuff for other classes it's awesome. so there's no real dependency on other characters you pretty much yeah. do it all yourself yeah you do it all yourself and, you, and once you get up to a certain point you can be like i don't really feel like going i'm just gonna go to this secret vendor that it you know has popped up after i've spent so many hours playing this class and i'm just gonna so it's all about like us. supply chain optimization it's <laughs> like you're, you're running like uh, a big company you're like tim oh. cook oh, at apple you're oh, just like great. there are lights going on behind gus's eyes right now like wait wait <laughs> bureaucracy i you, can get into this you got me yeah. <laughs> bernie bernie watched me playing it for like five minutes and he was like i want to play it now and he immediately, <laughs> he immediately left the room so that he wouldn't oh mm. you didn't want to set the hook any deeper right okay. exactly I, can, I, can, I respect so, that every now and again i'm just like hey <laughs> i got i got a party as a hunter now <laughs> they're singing the song <laughs> It's famous. Um, so th- 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 there's a couple of things I wanted to bring up that we we for, we didn't get to last week, uh-huh. uh, and I feel like it was notable enough that uh, we should definitely talk about sure. it. The first of which is that Minecraft now officially has a Windows Phone release. Yes. Coincidentally, very quickly after getting purchased by Microsoft. Which, <laughs> if anything, just makes me think like they could have done it at any point and just didn't bother. Well, I think either that or Microsoft threw hella resources at it. Well, previously Jeb had tweeted back in October. I want to say like October twenty first that he was working on it and that it was run. It was running, but it was a long way from playable. That progressed very quickly from a long way to playable to <laughs> it is in, yeah it is in this marketplace now yeah but well but given that the deal with uh, between Microsoft and Mojang was sort of in the works from June like they've been working on it a while if it comes down to like it's running now we just need to optimize it I'm sure Microsoft was like here take all of our optimization experts all of them they're coming over right now yeah so that's uh, I, mean, I, mean, I guess great, there, there is now an app in the Windows Phone marketplace at this point that's, is it not more newsworthy if a device doesn't have Minecraft I mean. It's sort of like the plague, right? Mean, it's everywhere. You mean like Wii U? Yeah. That's a weird that's weird to me that That seems yeah. a great market for them. It seems perfect, um, but Mojang said a long time ago they had no intentions of releasing it on the Wii U. Well, I, you know, I guess I would say, love to see it on that platform. Like I think it would be great. It's sad, but I mean there's a lot of phones out there that probably have as much or better hardware at this point than a Wii U. It's the hardware strength has never been Nintendo's main focus. So and uh, you know, Minecraft has classically been really terribly optimized. I mean, it runs like poo pretty much on everything, given w- enough. Yeah. But it runs. I but would, it runs. I would say that probably the next thing for Minecraft to do is get off Java. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, you know, I mean, it's one of those games where it seems so simple and it seems straightforward and it seems like it should run on your toaster. Mm-hmm. But, but what could they port it to that would then allow them to port it to just about every device? I think that's the, you know, it, you pay the price for running in Java you know, performance-wise, yeah. mm-hmm. but the benefit is it'll run on everything. Well, 
you say that, but if that were truly the case, like if it could just run on everything with minimal work, then we then the console versions wouldn't be so far behind the PC version because they could just port all that stuff over. I mean, consoles just got horses. That was about it. They that was the bunch. next topic I was going to talk about. Bam. Yeah. So uh, I think they're at one point six point four now. I'm going off the top of my head. Well, there. but here's the thing: is it's that not, was a big release for it's PC. not just one point six point four though because there's stuff that's scattered in there from anywhere from 2012 to 2013. Like there's horses, but there's also <laughs> Nether stars. Nether, Nether stars? stars were in the, were in the PC version in 2012. Because hmm. yeah, you need them to uh, craft beacons, which were oh, also that's right. the beacons which were now. also just added. Well, I think they they did a lot of things that were uh, those weren't necessarily relevant until beacons came to be. So, and now you need the beacons to do other things. So you do. I forget what. I will say it's funny <laughs> when I There's when I was going through the change log. Um, I was looking at going hoppers and droppers, and I was like, what did those do? Mm-hmm. Because I love Bernie and Bernie and the boys and I like we play on a server together and we you know we've spent a shameful number of hours just exploring <laughs> it but we've never used redstone we've never used apparently hoppers and droppers you've never or used beacons redstone. no no sorry um like the, you know the like the redstone where they use it turn it into circuits yeah for stuff okay. Like, in a, you know, there's, like, pathways along walls yeah. to light yeah. up stuff or whatever. We've never done any of that. Wow, that's, that's crazy to me. Because when I played, that's essentially all I do is build circuits and automated systems. What do you systems. do? Like, like do I, I would love to doors, know. I just don't even know where to lights, begin. I mean, we, we uh, have like the, pressure The big thing I always do is uh, a subway system. You, subway, there you, you go. like, dig tunnels with Can you ride carts. on your carts? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then you uh, just automate really? it all with redstone. You didn't know you could get out of a train cart? No, I knew that you could, like, put TNT in them. No, it's like it's the first thing I do is like build a mass transit system because I like I don't want to walk all the fucking way to the side of the thing. I'll just have an automated train cart take me there. No, we just uh, we just like build a whole like eight billion underground bases. So we'll find like a mine or whatever, build an underground base with a ton of chests Mm -hmm. and then we'll eventually like forge everything into blocks and then be like, all right. We have four people. Put everything in your inventories and let's take it back to the You're like surface. locusts. You yeah, just we've got go the strip mine an area and then leave. We do. We absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, that's what Minecraft is to me. It's like the ultimate resource consumption. It's like you just decimate an area to get like little things. You Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We learned the pinwheel mining method for diamonds. Mm. We, we, when we, then we went like all diamond and we we're like, yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot to keep up Teddy. Because mm. he'll, he'll be like, oh, I fell in lava. Here's a new set of diamond armor. Uh-oh. <laughs> all right, Teddy, we, where are you? I'm here. In the lava. Uh, all right, here, I'm going to read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows, like How to Get Away with Murder, Once Upon a Time, and South Park. And Hulu Plus has all of the past season episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, American Horror Story, Key and Peele, Parks and Recreation, and more. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream as much as you want, whenever you want. Binge watch all the shows you're behind on or discover a new one. For only $7.99 a month, watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. But we're hooking you up with a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. Two weeks are better than one. Be sure to go to HuluPlus.com slash patch so you get an extra free week and they know that we sent you. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. It's right there on the screen. And Oh, no, it's gone. It disappeared. It was on the screen. You can go there, watch stuff on any device. It's much like Minecraft. It is spread <laughs> to every possible except device. Except, except, except Wii U? Yeah, except it's... Uh, no, no, is it on? It is on Wii U. It's everywhere, yeah. Nice. Um, uh, uh, what we were talking about 
Minecraft and Microsoft. And that actually kind of made me think of another item that we, that we missed last week. It's that Microsoft is now accepting Bitcoin uh, in Marketplace. How prevalent is Bitcoin? I, is it one of those things where they're accepting it because it's almost like a stunt to accept it? Or are they accepting well, it because if, think like, about do it. people if, use it? If there's not many places to spend a Bitcoin and you're one of those places, you probably see good, good benefit from it. Do people spend Bitcoin? Like I, I know so. that they mine Some for do, it and yeah. I know that people like collect it. But I, I've never seen people spend it. I've, I tried, I've, I've I tr- never met anyone who has I Bitcoin. I tried to convince uh, the people here at Roosty, the store uh-huh. people, that we should be accepting Bitcoin. They laughed at me and said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an ongoing discussion. I tell them all the time we need to do it. Look, I mean, Bitcoin's no. great right now. Well, I mean, it comes and goes. But the point of the good thing about getting Bitcoin is when you take money in as Bitcoin, its value just goes up. While um, you unless it. it goes down. Unless it goes down. <laughs> which it can. And has, yes. especially when they lost a bunch of it. I wish I'd had Bitcoin in like 2012. Yeah, that would have been great. All I'd want is like one Bitcoin. Uh-huh. I'll just take this one Bitcoin and now I'm a millionaire. Yep, now it'd be worth, well, thousand I, I mean, and at least as far as, you know, the Microsoft store yeah. is concerned. Well, it's a weird thing because like a Bitcoin, they, right now they say basically the electricity and power required to generate to mine a bitcoin is roughly equivalent or more expensive than the bitcoin's value itself and you can't because it used to be you could do mining and you get a full bitcoin now you get like a fractional right but a lot of people have started taking it as currency i don't know a lot of people that are returning it as currency so they're just collecting it and sitting on it Mm -hmm. there was actually uh there's a website called uh stuff you'd want or something like that that had a machine that was basically an atm where you could roll up to it and Put bitcoins in. Well, I mean, obviously a digital representation, and it would give you out cash. Mm. Of course, the thing yeah. itself costs like seven grand. So I don't know why. Yeah. Well, what point the the crossover there for being you know financially responsible would be? But yeah, during South by Southwest this past year, several companies tried to have like big marketing stunts where they set up Bitcoin ATMs around Austin. <laughs> and in fact, I think there's still one down at uh, the Dominican Joe's at Riverside in Congress. I know that place. They do good coffee. Well, they have they have a Bitcoin ATM if you'd good like to, to go uh, transfer some bitcoins. Got to turn them into real money. From your non-iOS device app. <laughs> They're on everything but iOS? Yeah, Apple will not approve uh, Bitcoin wallets uh, in the App Store. You know, I noticed a weird thing. Um, so with with iOS, you can't buy stuff on Amazon. Or like you can't buy a Kindle book for Amazon. You can buy other stuff, um, I guess, but not Kindle books. Uh, and you also, you can't buy stuff on Steam. Really? Well, as far as I know, if some if that's incorrect, well, please correct me well, because I would love to know. I went to check the app because I was out and about, and I was like, "Oh, well, you know, Steam sale—they've just rolled over. I'm going to see what the new deals are." But I couldn't actually yeah. what, find where I could buy. Yeah, anything. what happens is Apple takes a cut of that, so most places will tell you if you want to make a purchase, use your web browser, go to the website, okay. and make the purchase. That's it's, exactly it's, what Amazon does. They're like, "If you want this, uh, we can add it to your wish list, and then when you're." Yeah. Somewhere else. It's the same way with uh, the Audible app. Okay. You can't mm-hmm. actually purchase. You can see your library, but you just have to open Safari, log in, uh-huh. buy your stuff. And I love then it that you, you can do. You can still do it on the phone. Yeah, you yeah. just can't, can't do, do it through it an app. app. Yeah, because then Apple would take a percentage of that. So weird. Got to get that cut. You know, that's how yeah, Apple I think survives. It used to be that you could do some of those transactions directly in app. Then Apple became a lot more strict about enforcing that rule. It's weird to think about that, like with something like Steam, where Apple would take a cut and then Steam would take a cut and then the developer would get their cut. Yeah. Well, I mean, all these services, uh, to be fair, all those services have to be supported by something. I mean, sure, they have money. to have some kind of money. Bitcoins. Or bitcoins, you know, whatever. Money or bitcoins. Or, or bitcoins. What if, That's a currency. Some shiny seashells. It says coin. That's a tongue twister. Now, bitcoin is a currency that doesn't actually have, like, a base, right? So, yes. Theoretically, like, we're, like, 
the U.S. is a gold-based economy. Not I mean, it's no. only it's only the, it's, it's only theoretically a gold-based economy because no. people think no. it's backed by gold, even though it's backed That's by faith in gold. Pretty true. Trust yeah. in, backed, the, trust in the Federal Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bitcoin is just like no, it's just worth whatever we decide it's worth, right? Well, I mean, it's it's work worth whatever the market will bear for it is one of those weird things but yeah no it doesn't have like a physical currency that backs it it's an entirely digital currency which is weird because it's it's worth the time it took to create it <laughs> which the thing that you do to create it is it solves some complex math but it's not math that's used for anything like yeah. it doesn't do it, there's anything. no benefit like yeah. it's not like doing cancer research right it's not like SETI or anything where it's actually do people processing still do folding at home or anything like that I, I haven't heard about that in forever I remember that was a big deal um, I would leave my PS3 on for weeks at a time and I felt so good about like wasting the electricity because I was like I'm helping cancer yeah and you feel like consoles and computers are much more powerful now that you'd be able to right just find like, stuff like, and solve shit so I much quicker love to, I would love to fold I've got a couple machines. I'll just leave them running. Fold at home, help. at work, yeah. looks like whatever. SETI at home still exists. That was the uh, you know SETI, which is, the, I can't remember. Search the for extraterrestrial intelligence. There you go. They had an app for a long time that you would just do the same it was, thing. Yeah, it was, it was just a screensaver. Okay, and what that would yeah, run on, right. your, on your computer. Okay, so what exactly do they do? Like, It's not like your computer's sending out beacons. They got a big radio telescope just pointed at the sky, and then your computer just is used to decode the signal, like to analyze the signal looking okay. for any... See if there's anything okay, gotcha. or anything okay. like that. That yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Um, so we were talking about the App Store, and it actually, again, this is the, the show of connections. It made me think about something else I wanted to talk about. Like It's like we're one brain, Gus. Oh, God. Which is... Um, well, I, I, I'm left out of the universe. I am apparently your inner goddess. Yeah, except so. the, <laughs> the other side of my brain keeps cutting off my stories. Uh, <laughs> you all, have that link cut. And now this other brain. <laughs> the, all the Final Fantasy games and Dragon's Quest games on the App Store are like 50% off right now. I think now through January... Fifth, I want to say. Um, let me look up the exact date. Which is good because now they're priced reasonably. Because normally they're expensive as fuck. Didn't they also put out like a almost like a cash rated version of Final Fantasy of a Final Fantasy where it was like microtransactions up uh, the butthole? Yeah, I think that I don't remember which one that was. It was yeah, it was ridiculous. Right. It was like, oh, here you've taken a turn. Unless you want to wait twenty four hours for your next turn, here's five dollars. So yeah, it, the, the sale it was, is, like it was it was awful. The uh -huh. sale is now through January fifth. You can get Final Fantasy one and two for three ninety nine, Final Fantasy three to six for seven ninety nine, Final Final Fantasy Tactics for six ninety nine, and then Dragon Quest games, which I was never into. Dragon Quest two is two ninety nine. Dragon Quest eight is twelve ninety nine. Wow, that's Chrono still really high. Yeah, Chrono Trigger is four ninety nine. Secret of Mana is three ninety nine. Oh shit, Secret of Mana. <laughs> um, so I will say I, I'm so happy about the original Final Fantasies. Um, do you remember when they, there was the Game Boy Advance SP? Yeah, and they released give the S. I actually, I traded in my black when I got the pearl white one that came with Final Fantasy mm. 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Never completed Final Fantasy. I think I, I was a little bit too late in the Final Fantasy thing where my first one was 10. And so going back, mm. I was like, I don't know what to do with all this open world yeah. and no instructions about where to go. You just gave me a ship and now I'm just going places <laughs> and I don't know what to do. So I never finished it. Maybe now that it's on the phone, I will. Yeah, I think Unlikely, but I'm going to try. I think... The Game Boy Advance SP is the first time I played Tactics, oh, and I had a lot of fun with it. I In fact, tactics. when I read this story, like I immediately like stopped my work. I was compiling stuff to talk about, and I like opened up my phone and downloaded <laughs> it. It's still, I still think it's too expensive. I think yeah, their seven prices bucks is... are, are ridiculous. But then this is on sale, fifty yeah. percent off. Normally, yeah, that's ridiculous. Their stuff's really expensive. I would say this should be like five tops. Normally. Yeah, their their mobile pricing strategies 
crazy to me. So if you like any of these games, now they're almost a reasonable price. This would be the time to get <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, that, I or, imagine. Or consider like waiting until Christmas and spending all that Christmas dollar from yeah, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet we're going to see uh, yeah, the explosion of digital sales coming right after Christmas. We're <laughs> trying to cash in on all those people that got gift cards and whatnot. Right. So, so I guess at that point, they already made the money. They don't really care if you buy anything with it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but they, you know, but, <laughs> but the real value of a lot of those places is getting you in the ecosystem. That's true. You right. know, like so, once you've bought your first Steam game, it's easier to buy your second and third and fourth and they, Steam they, games. And same with Xbox and PSN. Just mm-hmm. no matter the App Store, like once you've done it, it's like you're in. Yeah. So <laughs> using the example of like uh, the App Store. Apple sells you the iTunes gift card. They don't care if you redeem it, but there's all those retailers using it as a portal who do care, and they're the ones who will run the sale. Uh-huh. It's like all this money's out there that Apple has already taken. Now let's take it from them. Uh-huh. So right. I totally get well, it. Well, I mean, Apple would have an interest as well. If anybody getting a new iPhone, they want to hook you into that ecosystem, just like Ashley said. Yeah. So the device needs to be supported yeah. or it will die. So there was actually other Final Fantasy news as well. The Square released some Final Fantasy 15 footage, mm. uh, <laughs> which looks like a giant road trip. Yeah, it's like a road. It's like, like it's like a four dudes driving around in a car and then occasionally fighting. Swords. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Sometimes monsters. It's gorgeous. Sometimes soldiers. I I have to give Square Enix a lot of credit when it comes to Final Fantasy. Sometimes their formula gets a little bit tired, as evidenced by the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy, um, which I played regardless. But they're really good at making beautiful games. Yeah. Oh, look, and they left the road eventually. Good. <laughs> well, so, you got to off-road eventually. Otherwise, there. what kind of road trip is it? They did show, uh, I guess, the, the version of Sid for this game, which is uh, a woman now, no longer oh, the, the Burly Mountain. If you saw her, she just went by the screen there a few seconds ago. She I did. She's a mechanic. She's all dirty. It's not I, the, the dude with the big beard anymore. That is one thing that I really like about Final Fantasy is that there's these characters or just just names or just these concepts that thread like through all of them. Mm-hmm. There's always a Sid. There's always Chocoboos or Chocobos. I always like to call them Chocobos, but I had a friend who called them Chocoboos, and I thought that was the cutest thing in the world. That's also totally wrong. It's totally wrong. It, doesn't, <laughs> it is absolutely wrong, but it doesn't stop it from being okay. totally adorable. Yes, yes, no. <laughs> a firm shake of the head from Gus. No, I like this hat. <laughs> uh, you know, so there's the concepts that carry all the way through. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the airships and stuff like that. Yeah, like it's just like a, the because they all are sort of unique stories and. For the most part, in their own worlds, although you know some of them share worlds, they're sort of disconnected and stand on their own. But they have themes that carry through. Mm-hmm. They're almost like, like alternate realities or alternate universes with like these common threads that connect them. You gotta have something that's just staring I at me blankly. Well, I feel no, like, I just, feel like I, I said something me in, wrong. It just put me in mind of like fan fiction, and I'm like, so Final Fantasy X would be like the Summoner AU. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, a whole like it's blowing my mind a little bit. It's a whole new way to think of it. What's well, a weird kind of thing to do? Make a sequel of a game, but not have it be a sequel in any way story related. So yeah, yeah they kind of have to to tie the series together. Otherwise, you're just making new games. Another quest four instead of another a final fi- fantasy. Yeah, you know what? I wish they would make. I wish they'd make another Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. That oh, was, I forgot about that, that game. One of my favorite games was on the, the GameCube on the game? GameCube, and you had to, um, in order to play a four player, everyone had to have their own Game Boy Advance um, or SP, and a, a special cable that by itself cost like twenty bucks Oof. to plug from the GameCube into the Game Boy. So this was an expensive setup, but if you could get like three other friends together and play it, oh my god, uh, yeah. it was amazing because everyone that would game have. With Jeff. 
Oh, so good because everyone would have a different map like on uh-huh. their on their Game Boy screen. So you'd have someone with a treasure map, someone with like all the monster details, um, someone with the actual dungeon map. Um, was there also the secrets was. like you, there was some stuff you didn't want to share? I don't remember that, but uh, I remember it was very much about coordination. Maybe like, Jeff and I were just assholes. <laughs> like, we, would, we would fight over what information yeah, we Yeah, no, no treasure that way. Don't worry about it. Likely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was cool, too, because you'd have, um, like, to cast spells in order to cast, like, the, you know, there's, like, um, you know, fire and then fear and then Faraga. You'd have to do timing. So all four of you would be casting together, mm-hmm. but you'd have to cast different things, like, with different beats. So you don't cast at the same time. You'd have That's to like cast, like, DDR. in a pattern. It's um, it was amazing because you like do like all right go 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 and then you'd get it and you'd be like yes it was, just, it was like the ultimate like victory of teamwork or the ultimate ire you muffed the spell <laughs> yeah except for like the one poor asshole who had to carry the bucket oh the bucket because there's like a, so it's like the whole oh, the world bucket? is like all kind of poisonous sort of but then there's you get a bucket that like casts a bubble. And so someone has to carry the bucket so the bubble moves with you. So the bucket was the best item they could find to enchant with this don't make the world poisonous spell. <laughs> so it's easy to pick up and you take it. But then the problem is you can't do anything if you're carrying the bucket. Right. So you can put it down and then you can fight. But while you're while it's put down, then the bubble's not going to move. So you guys can't move. Oh, okay. So you can You don't have to just carry it the whole time. Right. Yeah. And, there's, really um, and there was a single player version of that where like mm-hmm. a Moogle would carry a bucket for you. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I never bothered to play a single player. The co-op was so good. Yeah. Well, you you apparently had friends with 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 the hardware to support your your need. Yeah, I did. What's up? <laughs> no, no, I was there too. I feel you. <laughs> um, so I guess in I feel like this year, I think we talked about this maybe last week. This year, more than previous years, we've seen a lot of broken games ship. Yeah, and it's really come to light this holiday season. And uh, just a few days ago, I guess three four three announced that they're going to be giving people who bought the Master Chief Collection. Uh, a remake of ODST as part of the Master Chief Collection. A remake of the single-player campaign. The Correct. Firefight is not included. Um, and that'll be out this spring. And they also, they said they were going to do another Relic. Map. Yeah, Relic. Relic. That yeah, was yeah, it. A remake of Relic, which yeah. they also said both of those projects were not on their roadmap originally. This is entirely just a uh, we're sorry uh, makeup kind of present for people that played between November 11th and December 19th, I think. I think that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um the cutoff is already. So, a lot of people were confused about what the like they said you have to have played um online. Mm-hmm. And people were confused about whether that meant you had to have tried to play multiplayer or if you just had to be connected to Xbox Live. That's a good Live. question. The the answer is you just had to be connected. That's okay. Yeah, that seems um, right. because they just need to log your activity and know that you did play Mm-hmm. The game that you suffered. Some, yes, they had to know that you you were among the suffering. That you bought the thing and then couldn't play it. Yeah. Couldn't do, right. couldn't use the thing. Um, so I, I guess think it's nice means, though. It's, yeah, it's, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it seems weird to me that they can turn around ODST in like two or three months when it wasn't on their roadmap it at is all. Initially, a little suspicious. Like, right. I wonder if it. They were saying that it wasn't in development. It's now in development. So it makes me wonder if it was sort of on a future roadmap, like mm-hmm. down the road, and they've sort of brought that up and made it free. Um, I imagine they probably or not. The, the probably ODST was based off what the Halo Three engine, yeah. so they probably the engine is already there. Like they just got to flip the uh, which. If you remember with Halo Three, that's the one that they didn't really was update the the graphics that much. So was, all they've promised is they're going to deliver it on oh, next. They added like I don't think they did. It in no, Halo no, 3. no. Wait, wait, wait. Halo yeah. One and Halo Two were on original Xbox. Halo Three was Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Yeah. They had to have updated it. Halo- I think they just took it. Uh, I don't even know that it hit t- Halo 1080. Halo 2 was on 360, wasn't it? No, Halo 2 was original no, Xbox. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, my god. Halo 2 revolutionized Xbox Live. Wait, so was it Halo 1? You're right. Two, oh my god. 
Halo 1 and 2 both got anniversary editions. No, then it was 3. Then it was ODST. Yes. Is that right? 3 bridged, I believe. 3 bridged between ODST, or between Halo 3's release and then the eventual Halo 4. Mm. Um, but uh, they didn't really do a lot of update to 3. I mean, it looks pretty much the same as it did before, only now in 1080. So I imagine they're not going to do a lot of updates to it. They're just going to port the game into the engine, which they've already done, essentially. Right. They'll, like, they'll probably do a couple of minor touch-ups and then yeah. go. It'll probably just go out the door. So I don't expect it to be anniversary treatment. It, it's going to be just ODST at 1080. Okay. Well, I, I think I was getting confused because uh-huh. in my head I was trying to put Halo Wars in there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo Wars, then ODST, then Reach. Yeah. Okay. That's right, Reach. Sorry, I forgot about Reach. You know, it's one of the things, one of the weird things. I was reading um, sort of feedback on that announcement. People were like, why wasn't it Reach? And I was like, you assholes, they're making, they're bringing an entire, like, game into this and giving it to you to say sorry. And you're like, this one, I wish it was the other one. <laughs> well, of course, you're going to complain. I know. I well, know. It's just like, there's, there's, there's this very weird line between, of course, we don't want broken games. And, of, you know, it's nice to see studios that are willing to give up what would be, you know, a big profit for them. I mean, Ubisoft kind of did a similar thing where they give away, like, one of their mm-hmm. recent games to people to apologize for AC Unity. Um, and so it's nice to see companies like willing to apologize by giving up that potential future revenue. Mm-hmm. But there's a hard line between that and gamer entitlement, which is also stronger than ever. Mm. Well, so no. that, that again, my other half of my brain, you've made a connection <laughs> for me. I guess um, I, I had forgotten about this. I don't know if you remember. There was a class action lawsuit against Sony claiming uh, that... Uh, Killzone, the the PS4 Killzone title, mm-hmm. didn't have the graphics that were promised. Yeah, they were saying that um, that it was marketed as a 1080p title. The, 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 it was marketed as, and the quote is, "Razor sharp 1080p native resolution." Right, Ka-cha! and it's and it's Ka-cha! and it's not. No, Correct. they say in multiplayer, which I did play a little bit of multiplayer, and it didn't wasn't horrible, but yeah, it was. So motion blur got a little out of control. Right, so the single player is 1080p, but the multiplayer is not. Is that it is 1080p, the way it ended it just up? Doesn't run well. It's not right. native. So, it's not razor sharp. Is the problem? So yeah, the game apparently uses a technique. And I don't understand what this means, so don't get mad at me. It uses a technique called temporal reprojection, which combines pixels and motion... I think there's a typo here. And motion vectors for multiple lower resolution frames to reconstruct a full 1080p image. So then it says, if native means that every part of the pipeline is 1080p, then this technique is not native. So I guess Sony had a bunch of... uh, rebuttals trying to get it dismissed mm-hmm. and uh, they were all thrown out so except for that one except for one uh saying that uh and now the judge has said that the plaintiff needs to prove that they can allege that he or other class members suffered non-economic damages so they need to they need non- to prove that they were actually damaged somehow <laughs> from this lack of 1080p so razor I hope sharp that if anyone out there they played the game and then it sent them into an emotional death spiral or they need to have video of them hiding in the corner crying to prove damage. Yeah, I will say that I think that it's it's good to see companies brought up for misleading advertising. Um, I think that companies could do a lot more to be transparent about what it is that they're selling and what it is that mm-hmm. you're getting because there's so much pressure to hype up a game because people they're trying to make so much in sales now. Mm-hmm. The like the I I get the the pressure is there to toe that line, but you really you can't cross it. And I think there should be consequences if you do. Yeah, like I think we had talked about this specifically with Blizzard when Diablo three and Warlords of Draenor commercials were on TV constantly, and I pointed out that you don't ever actually see gameplay for either of those games in the commercials. Like, um, my wife saw 
Diablo 3 commercials on TV, and she said, why don't you play that game? That game looks really scary. I said, I did play that game. You saw me play that game for like 50 hours, and I showed her, she's like, oh, that's a commercial for that game? It doesn't look anything the same. Yeah, I will say that Blizzard is very big on selling the experience over selling the gameplay. Right. And you and with a game like Diablo, you can't say they're like selling the story. It's like, they're, they're yeah. selling the atmosphere. Nah. You know, you know? It gets a little murky, I think. That's one of those weird things about an IP that's been around that long, though. I mean, Diablo stretches back into the game's history of gaming. Uh, people really kind of know what they're getting into. Like, they know what Blizzard does. Like, they know the Blizzard, wow, CG, and then the gameplay is like, hey, it's fun, but it's not what the, wow, CG looked like. Yeah. It's well, a known thing with Blizzard. Core gamers do. But a lot of us also, like, we're, we've been so immersed in game culture for so long they were like yeah of course i remember the original diablo and the gameplay yeah. and all that sort of stuff but as the industry gets bigger and bigger and more like mainstream and more and more new people are coming into it they don't necessarily know that yeah that's the key i think you hit it new people the people who don't know yeah you know so it's it's tricky it's a hard line to walk because i actually i love blizzard cinematics and i mm-hmm. love like the the hearthstone thing they have with all the characters like in sort of slow-mo like panning mm-hmm. around like the dwarf quaffing his ale and spilling it everywhere like quaffing, i think good word i love the word quaffing <laughs> everyone everyone gets really confused and think they're like, like did she say queefing <laughs> no, i no, want no. to see a dwarf queef some beer <laughs> that used to be a great emote no, from no. The old mud days was quaff <laughs> i love i love that just uh, as a word it's so evocative of just uh-huh. like Drinking enthusiastically and spilling everywhere. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, so I love those cinematics and I do separate them, but I totally understand the people that would get something in and then go, what, what is this? I thought, I, this isn't what I thought this was. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. And don't get me wrong. I love Blizzard. I love Blizzard games. It's just disconcerting. I feel like that's, you know, a big example of well, that. Well, that being said, if you, when you watch those cinematics, you also don't see anything that looks like gameplay either. It, you don't see anything that normally associates with gameplay. You don't see reticle. You don't see HUD. You don't see anything that makes you think that your reasonable expectation that that is what I'm going to play. That's true, although there's also an increasing trend with gameplay trailers in general where gameplay trailer just means it's in the game engine. That's true. Like, it's from different it's from different perspectives. Right. It's not like you would, you will, if you, the whole time you play this game, you will never see that because, like, it's from out here where it's, like, panning down and doing mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff. So it's rendering an engine, which makes it gameplay, but it's not the exact gameplay experience that you'll have. Right. It might be recammed or something. Uh, here, I'm going to read this other thing. I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by World of Tanks. Have you played World of Tanks? It's the free-to-play game with over 85 million players worldwide. World of Tanks puts you on history's greatest battlefields. Jump into battle today and command over 300 historically accurate tanks. Team up and tactically eliminate the enemy in 15 versus 15 armored warfare. Over 85 million registered players worldwide have joined the global phenomenon. Compete against players worldwide. Do not miss out <laughs> Do not miss out on the game that was voted the best online game of the year two years in a row. World of Tanks is available for download on your PC for free. New players in the U.S. can sign up now and enter code ROOSTER for awesome in-game items. World of Tanks. Download now and play for free at playtanks.us. And there it is. Playtanks.us. Enter code US. Enter code ROOSTER. I have not entered that code. I should check it out. I played quite a bit of World of Tanks. It's uh, it's a... <laughs> It's it's it was it was intimidating the first time I jumped in because I had no idea what I was getting into. I was like, oh wow, this it's really deep. Did that come to Xbox One already? It did, right? Three sixty. Three sixty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't think a, there's not a one version yet. No, and okay. I've never got some gameplay. It's fun. I love World War. I love war games. War <laughs> I love war. War. Well, this makes me think a lot about uh, you know just World War Two games in general because a lot of the tanks are yeah. Based I just like, the, like in frame. this like you're just a tank, right? Yeah, I like it. Reminds me a little bit of remember in um, when I first tried playing Eve Online, 
I spent like five hours creating my pilot. That's mm-hmm. never like more than a picture about this big. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should have spent all my time actually customizing like this ship because yeah. well, that's that's what it is. So, well, you, you do you have, have a crazy crew. ships in this one, don't you? You do have a crew that runs your tank. And Several can you, crews. Yeah. Can you, can you customize them? And they can be leveled up. No, like, they can be good so. at certain things. Oh, you can't customize okay. them, but you can be like. Yeah, and you know what? That's probably better for everyone. Yeah. You don't get <laughs> to customize your squad, actually. You're assigned men. That's how the Army works. Uh, but you can send them into the barracks. You know, I wish Private Johnson had a slightly smaller nose. Uh, but as they play, they get better. They can reload maybe a little faster nice. or do things like that. Um, anyway. So, I never played Resident Evil Revelations 2. The one that they're going to be porting mm-hmm. and coming out this spring, but I guess they released the uh, the cinematic intro uh, on their website or on YouTube the other day, and I don't know, it just doesn't look that great. Like I don't know that they that they didn't spend enough time redoing the textures or redoing the way it looks. It just looks like it's uprezzed, maybe. I really liked the um, the Resident Evil remix they did for GameCube, but outside of that. I'm not really a Resident Evil girl. Oh, really? You you strike me as someone who would have been really into the Resident Evil franchise. Zombies. You don't like zombies? Uh, no, I never play zombies. No if zombies. I, huh? I I mostly when I play like for the GameCube versions, I mostly had to watch someone else play because I had the whenever there's like a like a jump scare or whatever they call it, I t- tend to do this. <laughs> die horribly and then get furious because then I have to go through it again and that's it. like even if I know that scare is coming uh-huh. it still terrifies me I'm also a hoot in horror movies by the way <laughs> <laughs> there was a not related to games at all but related to scares uh, I saw this gif uh, on reddit the other day and it made me look up the original video of this guy in an orchestra who what he does is just slam oh down a there giant was, hammer. I saw that yesterday. And like you can see the people around him, like the clarinet player, like every time he slams down the hammer, the clarinet player is like and jumps. <laughs> and there's like a, another I think there's, I remember, there's one guy he's like he, plugging his ear and he's just like he knows it's coming and he's like trying to play and then it like it comes in like This guy's got this then, giant then it's, hammer. It's, it's like he's he's got was it Mjolnir? Mjolnir? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like it's this giant hammer. And he also like he slams it down and he's like <laughs> it's like this is what like this percussionist has been waiting all his life to just slam the hammer and everyone around him has like the, the orchestra version of PTSD oh yeah yeah everyone was um, there was actually a story in that thread on reddit where someone else who was, had been in an orchestra like that they were talking about their, the first time it ever happened in a rehearsal the orchestra didn't know it was coming <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they were like suddenly noticed that the um, director guy who runs things? The conductor. The, conductor. <laughs> the director guy who runs things is the technical yeah. term work. Yeah. Um, he suddenly like started getting this smirk on his face, and they're like, "What's this?" And then suddenly, just this crash, and like people in the orchestra like sh- screamed and shrieked and like fell out of their chairs because they <laughs> weren't expecting it. And every time they played it afterwards, they would everyone you could see everyone would be coming up and they would hunch over a little the whole bit, wind like just like bracing themselves. Yeah. I gotta say, like if I was in percussion, I would want the Thor hammer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of Mjolnir, oh. or how is it pronounced? I think you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, nice. What Halo? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I was like, what what? Uh, I think it was Halo related. Yeah. So um, we got a chance to play the Halo Five beta. In fact, I did some streaming on the Rooster Teeth Twitch account. How'd the stream go? Good, good. I was only able to do it for an hour because uh, we had then we had a, another stream going on mm-hmm. out here at the same time. I didn't want to bother them. So much streams. But uh, it was it was good. It's it's fun to to get in there and play. It's obviously. How do you think it felt? It's 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 fast. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel 
out of place because the controls are so different. Mm-hmm. I'm still like trying to learn and, and get the hang of it. I got to play through one game, and it did feel Halo-esque, but it definitely felt different. The, yeah, well, uh, I mean, the controls are totally redone. I mean... Well, I, I mean, I flipped mine to green thumb, so it pretty much maps to oh, the same okay. thing. Uh, so, I mean, the controls were pretty familiar, even though I kept doing wrong things for grenades and zoom, but... Mm. That was just always of other, get me. It was just from other games. I'd been playing something else recently. The one thing that was really weird or kind of disconcerting to me was the uh, aim down sights, which is now you can aim down sights with any weapon. Yeah. But it still does a thing like it has always done where whenever you get hit, you lose that, mm. which is kind of weird version versus all other FPSs at this point where you normally, if you're aiming down sights and someone hits you, you're still aiming, aiming. down sights. Mm. Uh, at the same time, though, it kind of should knock you out of that, right? I don't know. I mean, you're hitting your shield. You're a super soldier. Come on. Well, Suck it up. Keep your gun up. Well, right now, since Stupid we're, bullets. we're still in the early part of the beta, I think the beta, beta yeah. doesn't officially launch till the 29th. Correct. There's only two maps available at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And it's the two that we saw when we went out there yeah. to cover uh, those were, those the launch. Those were great. Uh, yeah, we um, we did a, a hands-on um was it earlier this month? It was in November. November. It was November. Oh my God. I, I was going to say, I was like, it seems like it's been longer. Um, but I thought they were a lot of fun to play. The The ADS change is definitely significant. Mm-hmm. Um, people called that out a lot. A lot of people aren't happy about it. Really? Um, just in terms of, like, they, they're they saying that it doesn't seem quite like Halo. It seems a little bit more like a, a Call of Duty ingredient. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird. I, like, I would say playing it, I still felt very Halo. I The the ADS is, I mean, Aim Down Sights is there, but it doesn't feel really like it makes... It terribly more accurate than if you're just using the reticle traditional style shooting. Yeah, I mean, it felt I like used it was to, totally fine when I was playing it. I actually I did use it a lot, mm-hmm. but I also come from like when playing shooters, I come from more like a Rainbow Six background uh-huh. where I'd use that sort of thing a lot. Mm-hmm. So like I used it almost like automatically, and I didn't realize at first that that was kind of a new thing. Yeah, it, it it's <laughs> no, it, so like, seamless it didn't alter with the, current generation games. That yeah. it didn't, uh, it, the rest of it, I'd say, it felt very similar. Uh, it almost felt more Halo Three multiplayer than than or or Reach than it did Halo Four. Hmm. Uh, it it didn't something very stylistically different about Four. Pers- personally, I feel like it was a lot more akin to Four. I felt like Four so? was you know more sped up. You know, Three was definitely a little bit slower. slower. Yeah, or Reach, I guess, would be the next. Yeah, three, Reach and Three were fairly s- compatible. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it's still. Not like it's not like Call of Duty snappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still got much more measured uh, kind of tactical engagements, unless you're playing something with no shields. But it uh, you're, it's not that snap kill kind of thing. Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. a couple hits to move out of the way and, and adjust. Your During time. our stream on Friday, we actually got a uh, no matchmaking game with Stallion eighty three. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And he was streaming at the same time as well. So I loaded his stream and was watching <laughs> uh, from uh, from the other perspective, which was that's really funny. awesome. Streamception. Yeah, we were trying to get Blaine to uh, do the ground pound kill on him. <laughs> but Blaine w- did not manage to get a ground pound kill on him. Well, there's a surprise. Which is one of the new abilities. Right. There's a whole host of them. I had to print them out and have them <laughs> in the room with uh, for reference. What do you think of the new kind of movement? Uh, you got the boost, yeah. really, though. It's, it's a... It's. I think it's great. I think it's a. Uh, it's really cool. I mean, there, you can do several things. So it's like you can boost in different directions. Mm-hmm. They also have what they call clamber, which allows you yep. to reach up and grab and pull like up on the ledges. I like that more than anything. That yeah, was that's I, great. That's the, that's the big one for me. It's like the other ones. Mm-hmm. When playing, I didn't spend enough time playing to mm-hmm. really experiment with the boosts in the different directions. But like missing a jump and then not. Yeah. That's great. Also, it surprised me the first time it happened. I just was like, oh, thunk, and hit my face on the thing. But 
Then he climbed up. Oh, okay. That's okay. cool. Got it. Yeah, the shoulder charge is also really neat uh, when you're like dashing in. The, like if you're dashing around a corner and you're uh-huh. suddenly met with people, you just can immediately shoulder charge and uh-huh. get like an even quicker melee. And very, uh, very actually, very reminiscent of the Titan actually from Destiny. Is felt very oh, similar yeah. to that. I play Titan in Destiny, so maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's one I'm cur- I'm I'm eager to see more maps come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, with the the other one we played, that one was cool. At that the that mode is not out yet, and I want to play that one. I forgot what it's called, Breakout or Super Breakout. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, those, that was basically the one life, um, no radar. It was great. It was like a five five v five. It felt very like four, um, like a four v four. Sorry, I thought it was four v four. Um, I think why am I thinking five v five? Maybe it was five. I could be wrong. No, I think you're. I think you're right. But either way, it was like one life, no radar, mm-hmm. um, no shields, um, and it felt, you know, mm. like it it's was like SWAT. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah, it was definitely the most fun. I, w- I was definitely nervous the entire time playing that type, but it was oh, really good. Yeah. Me too. Um, in other non-Halo related news, I guess uh, some people have uncovered a new spec for the Steam controller. Oh yeah. Ugh. Or a Steam I mean, Machine controller, which adds a you, D-pad. Why, why you? Uh, what, what? The reason that that upsets me is uh-huh. because. So, um, when was the last time that they redesigned the controller? It was earlier this year. Well, like they made August, it. August, maybe. I, I'm not actually 100 percent sure when it was, but um, and that was when they were like, "Yeah, you're not going to see it this year. Sometime next year." So the reason I uh, is because if they redesign it again. That just keeps pushing it further yeah. and further well, and further out, and it's like I want to be excited because I really like Valve, but the the. Like in continual delays and being like, we're making a revolutionary controller. Just kidding. We're slowly adding in the things to make it exactly <laughs> hey look, normal. Now with analog sticks, like you know, it just makes it a little bit a little bit harder to just like keep the hype up. Well, Doug Lombardi did say that they would have a significant Steam machine presence at GDC this year, and that we would probably be learning a lot more there. I kind of wondered if I mean, they, it seems like there was a big ramp up to this whole Steam news, and then it just disappeared. And I, I kind of wonder if Valve didn't sort of encourage that to just like bring it back, and then. Whenever they're ready to have a big launch and actually have something they can start putting in people's hands, then the the PR machine can ramp up again. Like right now, there's nothing. Like you can't carry it for a year and a half on no new interesting developments. No, I I I totally get it. It just would have been nice if they had, I guess, done a little bit more of that user research before hyping it in the first place. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why they hit it so hard to begin with. I yeah, guess to it, get uh, maybe just to attract people to the Steam OS to start getting yeah. it's more not, hands on that. It's not like Valve to talk about something that far away from it being released. Yeah, right. You normally... and, to, and to announce, you know, like eleven or twelve <laughs> different like hardware partnerships and to do all that stuff, and then like, oh, we'll, see. we'll, get well, to it well I don't know. Valve is really good at not telling you a d- damn thing about something they're working on, like. What's the status of Half-Life 3? Right, you know, see, the... so it would be great if they didn't tell us a damn thing until they were ready for this, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. They could have just sucked it in. But no, I think, I, well, at least for the Steam OS to be uh, successfully tested on a wider base, I think they needed to talk about it somehow. Are and they the, testing Steam OS? I thought they were just they testing put it controllers. Out there. Yeah, you can get it. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. They did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you just can't use it with anything, really. I, I mean, mean, you, you can, can use it with, like, normal stuff, but it's basically Steam big picture mode. It is, but the, I think the main development... That there, the big takeaway there was that they needed to get developers on board with doing SteamOS. Sure. So they had to get SteamOS out there, and they had to get people interested in using SteamOS before there was a hardware support for it. And then they had to have people make games that will work on it. You know what I would almost rather at this point? Because the Steam uh, machines, they're not as strong as a normal gaming PC. And a lot of them are going to rely on um, streaming from a PC anyway, because they're going to be Linux-based. And because you know there are only so many games that run natively on Linux that a lot of them are just going to have to be streamed from your Windows or Mac PC in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I would really rather see? I would almost, 
I would love to see an app on PlayStation consoles and Xbox consoles, a Steam app where you can stream your Steam games. That would be neat. I mean, if they've already got like over like home network streaming, it'll never happen. It just yeah, won't. No, 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 it no, no. will it never happen. Dream, it will never happen. But it'll I never would. That's but I would love to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't imagine Xbox or Sony are uh, approving an app that lets you play games on a platform that isn't there. They right, it was selling <laughs> a platform that's selling games yeah. and making money they totally won't. autonomously. I just, I just want to because it seems weird to like buy a PC that's going to do nothing but stream from yeah. another. Well, PC. We, now that we talk about this, like now I want to build like a headless server. And just stick it like in my attic or something that I can stream games from. It's Good, like yeah. a right. computer I never see and never doesn't take any space in my house. But I could stream to my Shield or I could stream to uh-huh. you know a Steam machine in the living room. I could stream anywhere, stream yeah. anywhere I wanted to. Yeah. I might that might be a holiday project. Now right. excited. <laughs> um, so we talked about this next topic previously earlier this year in the Wait, patch. Where'd the hourglass go? Oh, we didn't have it today for some reason. We just got it right there. Because Look, it's almost full. We're 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 running freeform today. Yeah. So Bandai Namco changed their name again. <laughs> the company formerly formerly known as Namco Bandai. Right. Changed their name to Bandai Namco and they changed their name to Bandai Namco Entertainment. So And they said the rationale was they didn't want to be penned into just games. They wanted people to be aware of their full suite of stuff they work on. It's like your old name didn't say games in it, dude. You could have kept it. In fact I would more associate that with uh, other things, I think, before game. Yeah. So uh, why? But there we go. They changed the name. So in a couple of months, I'll just switch it out to like B and E. Yeah. Why not? Well, no, because then that's too short. They need to be very explicit that they are Bandai and Namco in that order, and, and that they service all forms of entertainment. What do they do outside games? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna find out now. That's see, the, the rebranding is gonna bring attention to that. All right, I see. Uh, we're almost out of time. I just want to mention a couple more things. Um, Evolve revealed their third monster, the Wraith, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like a sneaky stealth style uh, monster. Seems really cool, really awesome. And they he announced got a lot of arms that they're gonna have open beta starting January fifteenth, fifteenth uh, to nineteenth on Xbox One. Well, I hope it goes better than the Alpha. Yeah, the alpha had some trouble, but I mean that's why you have alphas and betas yeah, is to sure, figure that stuff out. Uh, I, I do not believe the wraith is going to be in the upcoming beta. I want yeah. Well, then what's it's the point? It's just the Goliath, the Kraken. Don't you theoretically it, want them all in so that you can balance them against one another? Eight hunters and twelve apps. They're doing internal balancing. Yeah. I assume this is more stress test for servers. I and, see. Okay, because uh, it comes out in February, right? Is it fe- February or March? I forget what the exact yeah. date. Hey, before we wrap up, all right, everybody's going to have uh, everybody's going to have gift cards. What are you going to spend? What's a gift card today? This year, of this year, what would you buy with your gift card? What would I buy? What am yeah. I limit? Like, is what, it? A, I mean, you got, like, you, uh, you're getting thousands of dollars. I mean, is, gift it, cards? Is, it, is, it, is it like an iTunes gift give card? Give me an item. It? Like, what's the item? What's the one thing you spend your gift card money on from this year? Oh, I don't know. We really so many quality products. It would probably have to be something like a Ruby pint glass. Oh, we're I was about thinking our stuff? video games, but all right, sure. Oh. Gus buys a Ruby pint glass. Gonna, Ashley, how about you? I'm going to buy a 20th anniversary PS4. All right. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a really big gift one. card. Hey, look, they went on eBay. They went from like that twenty-two thousand dollars down to like fifteen hundred. Right. What are you getting? Uh, I'd say. Well, I mean, not me, but well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a shield. Actually, oh, that's my next great. thing. Yeah. Uh, but if I had to pick a game right now to buy, I'd say either Vanishing of Ethan Carter or Far Cry Four. Great. Go get them if you got Steam money or if you got uh, other money. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. We're uh, wrapped up here. Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll be back next week, live like normal. Uh, hope you enjoy your holidays. Don't drink eggnog. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Have I'm gonna, fun. I'm going to save my theoretical discussion for then. All right. All right.